Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to That Healing Feeling. I'm Torsi and I created this podcast talking all things well-being, what makes us feel the absolute best in ourselves, and how we overcome challenges and heal with positivity and strength. I had a lovely time speaking to my friend Annabelle on this week's episode of the podcast. Our conversation centred on the topics of eating with mindfulness and approaching healing with a holistic mindset. Annabelle is passionate about developing her understanding surrounding nutrition and the resultant physical and mental benefits of feeding ourselves a nutrient-dense diet and treating our bodies with love. After reacting particularly badly to glandular fever, Annabelle's interest in how our bodies respond to what we eat deepened, as well as her investigation into alternative medicine and holistic therapies. We also speak about the importance of making slow and sustainable lifestyle changes rather than rapid, quick fixes in order to allow healthy habits to remain present in our lives. I really hope you enjoy this episode. for coming on I'm really excited to talk to you about everything health and everything we both just center on it's so exciting thank you so much for having me I'm so honored really it's it's an honor to have you and we've actually we've already had a bit of a catch-up because we've just been doing our yoga class together which I'm very grateful for I'm trying to get as much experience as I can so it's been so lovely to teach everyone and you were fab it's amazing honestly and I feel so good now I definitely want to do more please No, I would love, I would love to do more with you. Honestly, I get so much out of teaching every different person. It's always just a different experience with everyone. Something for me, which would be so great from it, was just, would just be to see everyone grow and how they kind of develop their practice. It'd be really awesome. It's been so fun, like learning all about it. How are you doing in lockdown? How are you feeling kind of physically, mentally, emotionally? Yeah, I'm actually feeling really good. I'm very lucky that I've not really been affected by corona and I've just really had this time to just look after myself and I have the luxury of living in the countryside. I'm really grateful for the fact that I've been able to be outside, have lots of fresh air. Um, I've just taken lots of time to look after myself. I've done lots of kind of like healing things such as meditation and lots of running. I've just done the couch to 5k oh my god go that's awesome I wasn't into running at all I found it really difficult and I was like do you know what there's a nine-week goal here something to do I was was really motivated and I've done it and I can now run a 5k quite easily I love couch to 5k I think it's such a great sustainable way for anyone who yeah just doesn't find running as easy because obviously running comes more naturally to some people than others and and I've used couch to 5k when I've been injured it's just so it's structured so well I think it's great because it kind of prevents people from 
going like too much too quickly it just builds you up in a really sustainable way and like I think there's kind of this idea around running that you can't stop and walk and stuff it's actually great to have walk running initially and you get so much more out of it and it's so motivating to have someone speak at you over your music and you know I thought like I'm such a gym person and I thought there's no way I'm gonna like running outside you know if I was gonna run it would be on a treadmill and actually I now love running. It's made me feel so good. Like I actually am excited to do my next run. That sounds really weird, but I just am. Not weird. I completely agree. I just feel like we're born to be outside, as cheesy as that sounds. <laughs> now that I've run outside, I will not go back in. I will always run outside now. Like you don't need anything but yourself. And I think that's just what I've always loved about sports like running and swimming and all you need is yourself. And I think that's the thing with the gym. Like the gym's great. Like I'm not kind of slating anyone who goes to the gym. Like it's awesome. But um, you do kind of need, yeah, like that external stuff. Like even on the bike, like you need your bike. I think it's sometimes really nice just using your body to move. It's so rewarding. And also, you know, we may not be going back to gyms anytime soon. <laughs> so yeah. I'm quite grateful that I can actually just run outside. That's so great to hear that you're kind of using time in lockdown to kind of challenge yourself in different ways. I think that's a really cool thing to do. And I know you're saying that like you haven't been directly affected and obviously it is relative, um, the whole situation, because like you're saying, like we do a privilege where we're in areas where we can kind of go on lovely walks and have our garden space, which is really nice. And it's yeah going to be a different experience for someone if they're in a flat in, in the city. But it definitely has affected everyone in the sense it's changed everyone's lives. So it is kind of, yeah, it's a time for adaption, but also like you say, it's a time for self-reflection and Something that you've started in lockdown is your new Instagram, which yeah. I love. Oh, thank you. I It's one of those things that if no one follows, I just don't care because it makes me so happy and I'm really enjoying doing it. And yeah, I absolutely love it. So I'm really... Well, I absolutely love it. And I just think it's so great. Whenever I see a post from it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing. Especially <laughs> with like food, I'm like, oh my gosh, get in my belly. We both have this real love for keeping our body healthy and eating nutrient-dense foods moving and like it's really I really love having friends who kind of really respect that as well because it's just such an important part of our lives and like our overall well-being yeah and it's important you know to be friends with people that understand it people don't necessarily have to be like it but I think like an element of understanding is quite important because otherwise it's just so difficult to be able to chat because it's such a big part of our lives definitely Um, you're so right and like I've had some of my closest friends like send me messages being like oh my god I saw you posted this this and this that's amazing how can I do it how can I get this and like I'm even helping my closest friends and like that feels really good no it really is like you you get a surprising amount of people being so supportive about it it's so nice and I think it is something that should be discussed kind of on all levels like in friendships in the family and stuff because I think something that you all completely agree with me is that there's not enough preventative medicine in Western society in the sense that we often wait until we're ill and then kind of think about our lifestyle. I think medication's amazing that we have access to it, but I think there would be a lot less need for medication if we went down this road of preventative medicine, which is kind of making these like really healthy changes to our lives before we get ill. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things that I would never force upon anyone. I don't expect, like, I, I'm not the kind of person that would be like, you have to do this, you have to do that. But actually, 
by people following the Instagram, they can see what I do. And, you know, if they're into it, then they can ask questions. And that's, as you say, such a good discussion around it. Definitely. And it's not at all something forceful, like, because I think it's hard because health can sometimes get kind of mixed up with a like negative body image. And it's just, it's just learning to separate health away from this kind of envisioned picture of what health is. So much of our health is inside us. It's the inner health that reflects outer health as well. I really do think accounts like yours, I I mean, I love it. And like, you're just, it's so clear that you're so much more interested in nutrient density over calories and working out to feel great rather than working out to lose weight. Just making those shifts. Exactly. And I, I think that lots of Instagram accounts, especially with food, they either promote like really unhealthy food and make it all glamorous and like dress it up or they promote as you say like everything centering on calories and things like that and actually that's not what's important it's about nourishing your inside like your gut and giving yourself whole grains and just things that are going to help you no exactly you're so right what kind of drew you to having like such an interest in gut health and in just general physical health was there anything that kind of triggered you to get really interested in it or was it kind of a general process of just slowly having more presence of it in your life gut health came like after I discovered everything else once I fell in love with like health and nutrition and stuff I you know like delicious yellow which I'm sure I'm going to mention a million times um I just fell in love with her I literally fell in love with her and she promotes a lot about gut health and that's where I kind of probably first listened and looked and like noticed it and then I I read I basically only read nutrition books because I'm a massive geek in nutrition <laughs> and they obviously they all talk about it throughout their whole books and it's so interesting because the gut is like they say the gut is the second brain and the gut produces 90% of the serotonin that your body needs which is your happy hormone and actually you know if you're eating well and giving your gut the benefits and the nutrients it needs you know, you're going to have better mental health and be happier, which I think is really interesting. Definitely. And I love Delicious Yellow. I think she's an amazing voice for the vegan community because she really promotes nourishing, really yummy food, like not salads. Like she has salads, but they're like full of like really lovely root vegetables and grains and seeds. And they're not like iceberg lettuce, cucumber and tomato, which let's be real, no one likes. She always says, I try to make broccoli cool. You know, just little things like that. She like, she makes things that we think are quite boring, really delicious. She makes them delicious by combining them with things that like aid the nutrition of the broccoli, right? So she'll like um, have broccoli roasted with olive oil and then drizzle with tahini and sprinkle with pumpkin seeds which makes it so much healthier and also so much yummier until you start cooking like that you just don't think I mean you before this I probably would have seen tahini miso all these kind of things on a recipe and thought oh I don't want to eat that no say until you do it yourself it's actually really delicious and I think in like probably nine out of ten cases you can't even tell that it's plant-based but it's when you tell when you tell someone it's vegan they kind of immediately think Oh, like rabbit food and you know exactly. also in my family I'm the only one that kind of eats like this so whenever I've cooked anything everyone kind of gives gives me that look and thinks there's definitely you no know, meat in this you know because they know that that's what I'm going to cook 
Yeah, it's just, it's a learning curve. And I think it is becoming so much better. I mean, supermarkets is stocking so much more plant-based food, which is really cool. I think in great in terms of so many ways, I mean, physical health, I think veganism slash just having a more plant-based diet doesn't need to be fully plant-based at all, but just having like a, even just like, let's say 80, 20 plant-based diet, I think is probably a really good way to go for everyone. And yeah, like physically, it's just great if you eat whole plant-based foods and in terms of planetary health as well we all need to be looking at ways we can cut down our individual carbon footprint and it's a really great way to do so there's so many benefits to it i think and it only t- until you kind of research it and look into it you then realize i mean i i i do eat you know eggs when i know where they've come from and all that kind of stuff but i don't eat meat or dairy and I think that ever since I've done that, I've had so much more energy. I'm not tired. Just there's endless amounts of benefits that have come from it. No, and definitely. Keen to promote it. <laughs> no, definitely. I love it. It's so great. Well, you've read um, "How Not to Die" by Michael Greger. I think it's pronounced Greger. I don't know. <laughs> I read this book a few years ago, and it is just so good. And it's so great for people who are maybe a bit skeptical because it's so scientific he's like a medical doctor in nutrition i think it's a really good book for veganism because it's it uses case studies of people with really severe heart disease mm-hmm. who transition to a plant-based diet and genuinely heal themselves from heart disease through food yeah and like he wrote the book because his grandma was diagnosed with life-ending heart disease and she ate a plant-based diet and she was able to come out of her wheelchair. She lived for over 30 more years. And it's just unbelievable that he, and obviously, you know, he started it all because of that. And I just think it's absolutely amazing. I'm, I found the book incredible. If you're wanting to like really find a grounding in why you want to go vegan. But I think this book's so great because it really does look into the health side of things. Because I think that is kind of this misconception within veganism that like you don't get enough protein you don't you don't get enough nutrients you have to take tons of supplements um it's like you can get everything you need from plants and i think that's why this book is so good yeah and obviously if you are conscious and you're careful that you're eating enough protein and things like that then it's absolutely fine but yeah i agree you can get it all from plants Um, i'm actually reading a book now which you'd really like it's called brain changer and it's a woman called felice Jacker, and it's kind of similar and it basically says how a plant-based diet can improve your gut your mood and it's all about mental health so all of her studies are like if you eat a plant-based diet and you eat um, nutritionally it will affect your gut and therefore affect your mental health and she, she publishes loads of studies that she's actually conducted that's so cool i just think it's amazing and she actually says that a mediterranean diet is almost as beneficial but a plant-based diet wins every time I mean, Mediterranean's great, I think, because it's got all those really healthy fats. Exactly. It's got, like, the olives. It's got the, like, fatty fish, which is kind of sustainably sourced. It's got, um, like, avocado, loads of, like, roasted veg, that kind of thing, isn't it? And also, it means you can have lots of red wine and dark chocolates, which is the best. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, the best. You can have loads of antioxidants from red wine, because I love red wine, so that's great. Yeah. It's so fun talking about this because obviously neither of us are nutritionists. Bear in mind, like guys, throughout this, we're not like being like we're, we're kind of referring to people who do know what they're talking about throughout. What's like working for us, you know? Yeah, right. But it's it's working for us. Yeah, and it may well work for you, which is why it's so like fun to talk about. 
amazing. Would you ever want to do like a master's in nutrition or something? Because I think you'd just be such a fab nutritionist. Oh, I, that's really kind. I've I've actually thought about it quite a lot since lockdown and since yeah. my and I looked into it and the majority of courses you need to have done science A levels, which I didn't do. Um, right. Looking at ways I could probably like maybe do it. So it's definitely something I'm thinking about just because, you know, I read nutrition books for fun. I would probably really enjoy it. I'm sure um, you could. Yeah, I, I definitely will think about it, I think. And like, yeah, just even doing like a course in something like that, just it doesn't have to necessarily have like kind of like a big name, like big like BSc or whatever behind it, right? Like just learning more is just, will just like grow the depth of health in your life. And then also you can then quite legitimately be like, this is what I've learned during this course, like, and then help others, which I think is such a cool thing to learn when you learn more about health yourself. Definitely. Like I've looked into doing courses that don't give you a qualification, but you learn pretty much all the same stuff. And I thought about maybe just doing that for me. And then I have a better understanding and I can, you know, just for me and whoever else wants to know. Yeah. Go into it after that. But I just think it's so interesting. Yeah. And something else that, um, why you remind me of Delicious Yella is because... That's the one you could actually ever give me. <laughs> she, um, so she suffered with something called POTS. I think it's this immune disease and she became really ill when she was about our age, I reckon, about 2021. And bless, yeah, really awful. Like, I mean, I've, I've listened to like podcasts with her on, I think I might actually link a few that I've listened to in the show notes because they're really good. She was extremely unwell and yeah. she, you know, she says, I think it was like she was six months pregnant and her stomach still wasn't as big as it was when she was ill with that disease. And she said she, she never left her room at uni. She was in bed the entire time. She wasn't able to be social. She just, she was just dealing with so much. Yeah. And like on a mental level as well, it's awful. And this is the thing, like physical and mental health are clearly so linked. Cause I mean, yeah, when your physical body's feeling sluggish or like under the weather ill like you always do feel lower in your mind and again like vice versa when you're mentally struggling I think that's definitely reflected in your physical body as well and it's just constant kind of representation of how our physical and kind of energetic body is so linked um just quickly going back like um delicious so she obviously has all these amazing podcasts where she explains this but she um so she had this really yeah, awful disease and she kind of explains how it really affected her health wise. Um, so she really kind of, yeah, went headfirst into this vegan journey, a plant-based journey of really trying to heal her body through nutrition. And like, I think in general, she's had this amazing kind of example of how nutrition really can heal. And you had glandular fever really bad. I mean, I've had it as well. It's horrible. Yeah. And yeah. did you kind of feel this when you had glandular fever because you looked into kind of different methods of healing and I think nutrition kind of really came up for you then as this way that we can really heal the body. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, so I... I kind of found nutrition and like wellness when I had a gap year and I also got glandular fever towards the end of the gap year and I had only just come come across it and all this kind of stuff so I was quite new to it I mean on a different scale to delicious yellow you know I just it was glandular fever I know it's you know it was really awful for me and it affects people differently I think definitely um yeah I just was really ill I was literally lying on my sofa for like two months I literally didn't get up once I was on my gap year like I was supposed to be having the best time of my life and I was on a sofa and it was really hard you know yeah, of and, course. and I just kind of I wasn't eating meat or dairy to be honest then but I wasn't thinking about that and I just as soon as I started to I had lots of holistic therapies but mainly I was thinking I need to eat well and because I've heard that nutrition and wellness can really help people who are suffering and actually it really did it made me recover in a way that I, you know, was amazing. It was so beneficial and it definitely helped me to recover quicker than I probably would have done if I wasn't eating a plant-based diet. Yeah. And it's just great having success stories like that. And it's just, I mean, we're so lucky that we have such an abundant access to these wide variety of foods. And like we have the opportunity to make those choices between having what our bodies love and what our bodies don't love. And I think it's just becoming mindful, isn't it, of our day. And I'm not saying in any way that you, that you can't eat, you know, have treats and yeah, of course. this. Like, it's fine. It's just, and it is just moderation. The way to live truly, uh, live an amazing life with food is to eat mindfully. Having just a deeper sense of what your body and, yeah, what your mind really, really wants and it's probably not going to be like five slices of cake it might be one and that's great like enjoy it but it's just (laughs) yeah exactly I think as you say literally everything in moderation that's the best way of going about it I think yeah and it just makes it more sustainable I think that's the thing um I think like I've done millions of diets like before I was into like health and stuff and it just makes you hungry and then you binge and then you don't eat in moderation and I think just eating and literally eating in moderation yeah there's kind of this thing of perfectionism I think in our modern society as well it's like I have to do a diet and I have to do it perfectly yeah and if I don't do it perfectly then I'm just gonna like give up 
and it's just hard because yeah we want these quick fixes and we want like to look a certain way as quick as we can and but yeah. it just doesn't work like that like yeah living a healthy life is a it's a it's a lifestyle it's, it is life it's not a quick fix and you can't maintain a lifestyle like a really quick fix diet or like a juice cleanse or anything like that your whole life so i think the word diet is just an awful thing and i think it puts a negative spin on food and it puts you in a negative mind frame and then it could potentially take you down a negative spiral and i think if you're trying to lose weight in a healthy way then eating plant-based and eating lots of whole grains and just eating till you're full but just you know in moderation is a really good way to go about it no definitely i completely agree so in terms of these holistic therapies i'm really excited to hear about these because i love hearing about different ways of healing i mean that's kind of what this podcast is all about right it's kind of like seeing how people have implemented different things in their lives because everyone is different there are different ways to approach various situations so you've had craniosacral therapy yeah you had reflexology and kinesiology so can you explain what these all are like taking each, each one at your own pace so when i was ill with glandular um my mum actually was like i really think we should try i basically wasn't getting better i just had no energy and she was like okay the next thing is to try some holistic therapies like i've always been really interested but i had never really tried them and it was craniosacral therapy that really was life-changing for me it was actually amazing i just couldn't recommend it more it's basically this holistic therapy that uh, uses gentle touch to kind of like palpate joints in the head and organs and glands all over the body. And I went very reluctantly and I went through a million different sensations in the appointment. I was about to be sick at one point. I was almost crying. I was sweating. Just all these different things happened in like 45 minutes. And I wasn't able to walk after. I had to be carried out because I was so exhausted from the appointment. Oh my goodness. It's hard to explain. I'm not very good at explaining stuff. But basically, the day after that, I was just way more exhausted than I ever was with glandular. And then literally the day after that, I was like, oh my God, I can walk to the kitchen today. I just was feeling really good. And again, you know, whether it was mental or physical, I think in this case, it's both. But again, that just works for me. And I you know that's great but I now have regular appointments because it just makes me feel good you know and ever since I've had glandular my glands always are up when I'm tired I find that going to have craniosacral therapy quite regularly just flushes out all the toxins and flushes out all the bad things and makes my glands go down and all this kind of stuff one of those things that I encourage people to research or look into it I just couldn't recommend it more I just get so excited by it. I sound so weird, but you don't. I think it's so cool and like such an incredible like experience to have that appointment, right? And just feel like so yeah. many different emotional and also physical responses. It's just, it must just be mind blowing. Like I kind of well, want to just do it and see what it's like. I think also had that it was that prevalent because I was so ill, and like now when I go, it's quite tame because yeah. I well a I know what's coming and b I'm not ill but I think when I was really really ill it was just so intense it was insane do you know what this kind of draws me to think about in that in that sense is how illness and injury for me it's been injury like really take hold in our bodies and that's why I kind of imagine 
that when you're kind of releasing the tension of illness and injury from the body, this is why it kind of comes out as we cry, as we vomit. Like it's, it's hard to explain without sounding like you're nuts. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it kind of just makes it so clear to me that the body, yeah, so the body doesn't want illness or injury, right? But it's there for like a reason. And yeah, by releasing yeah. it, it has to kind of come out some way, whether that's through emotion or through like, yeah, physical kind of being sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I know that like when I'm really tense or like emotional about an issue and stressed, I really hold it in my body. And I've had a lot of like injury and in surgery in my hips and I hold so much tension in my hips. And it's amazing because like, I just know like, so like throughout lockdown, my hips have been pretty grand because I felt really well in myself. And yeah, like my glands have been down and everything. And my body's responding because I know that I'm really taking care of myself and that's why my injuries aren't flaring up too much and my health is pretty good. It's just, yeah, it just becomes more and more clear to you, doesn't it? That like when you do take a focus in your life on your health and what you're putting in your body and how you're treating your body, how you're moving your body, that it is just reflected. These kind of things work differently for different people and each to their own. And, you know, someone might be listening to this thinking that we're absolutely insane and like, so be it, that's fine. And so you also spoke about so reflexology I know is is work with the feet yeah exactly. and kinesiology is kind of just manipulation of the body isn't it have you done both of those as well yeah so kinesiology is such a weird one because I had like this second bout of glandular I don't think it was actually glandular but I just had this viral thing again after first year Edinburgh so I went in Edinburgh actually to this kinesiologist not really knowing what to expect and it was just unbelievable she was doing things like she would hold her hands on my feet and she would say push against me so I'd be pushing against her and she would put various things on my stomach so for example she would put like algae and I was able to push against her she then put some bacteria on I was able to push against her I didn't know what she was putting on and then she put a little thing of virus on my stomach and my leg dropped literally I couldn't push against her anymore my body just completely shut down because it can't deal with viruses mm. and she did various exercises like this and then she started to put different um kind of remedies on my stomach with the virus to see how I'd be able to push against her and then she put algae like spirulina on my stomach and I had a bit more leeway in my leg she then put a weird one called cat's claw which I still don't know what that does but that was on there <laughs> and something else which I can't which is really annoying me, but there were three things. And with the three things and the virus, I was able to fully push against her leg. Oh, wow. And then she tried it again without the things on and my leg dropped again. And she said, okay, here are your three things. And after the course, I felt as good as new. I felt I had so much more energy. I just felt really good. And like, I just kind of, I felt like I'd sorted it out. And I would definitely be going back because I just thought it was amazing. And again, you know, all of my friends, would come around and see that I was taking a thing called cat's claw and take the absolute you know they would give me so much grief for it which is <laughs> and it is weird to say yeah I'm taking cat's claw but it was working for me and I just didn't care it was so good I'll give you her number she's amazing because yeah, I really wanted just because I think that yeah it should be so cool like yeah. that's such a cool thing to do and it's this is the thing like people find it weird like whatever I just think everything I think all these things are just like so cool to just explore how our bodies react to different things exactly and also you before you have this physical session you chat to her a lot about what's happened in your life and various things and even chatting to a random person about various things that have gone wrong in your life is so healing I came out with such a feeling of relief and 
like I had left it all in that room and I just felt really really good and I would highly recommend it. Speaking out what's kind of been held within us and just bringing it to words to someone who yeah like we're not massively emotionally connected to I mean initially at least is yeah it's very healing it's very releasing yeah it's just really cool I think that's amazing that you do all that stuff like I'm I really I really 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 want to try that kinesiology I think that sounds amazing you her number I just think like for me before uni and before my gap year and all things like that I was just so unhealthy and then I suddenly discovered holistic therapies and nutrition and like plant-based eating and my life just completely transformed I was literally a different person and also like practices in our day like I mean we've just done this yoga class like and meditation you've been getting into yoga meditation a little bit like do you think that's like aided your health as well Oh yeah, 100%. I found at the beginning of lockdown, I was still in Edinburgh and I just didn't want to go home. I'm bad with change and I just couldn't accept the fact that we were all having to go home and you know all this was happening. And I found meditation and yoga really helpful to just be accepting of what's going on and just going with it. I'm actually doing a meditation program at the moment about mindful eating and it's on Headspace app. It's on Headspace, cool. And it's been quite an interesting thing to do it's take it's giving me different perspectives on mindful eating um but no I think it's really helped me and I started on three minutes a day at the beginning of lockdown and I'm now on like 15 20 minutes I think it's so great Anna, but I think you're so good at pacing yourself because even just so just in these examples right of you doing your couch to 5k and then building yourself up from three minutes to 20 minutes it's just so it's so clear that you really know that it's so key to be like slow steady sustainable with these kind of practices it's learning slowly and like slowly including more vegetables in your diet slowly learning how to develop these kind of recipes which are kind of maybe a bit more plant-based and yeah I think you're just great in terms of just finding ways to like draw these things into your life in a really sustainable way I think it's great you can't just go head first into these kind of things like meditation especially you know when you first start doing it your mind is thinking about a million things I'm thinking about what I'm having for lunch I'm thinking about like going to the food shop and actually you have to really pace yourself as you say and like go with it steadily and eventually you will get there same with running you know at the beginning of lockdown when we were all tagging each other in those 5k challenges I got tagged and I tried to do it and I could not do a 5k now I easily can and it's just one of those things like it's taken me nine weeks except that it will eventually happen but you have to just really work there and have a routine and also taking nine weeks for something like that like you're still getting so much out of those workouts and it's so much better to take nine weeks to really build up to having a really strong and like stable 5k than going in and trying really hard like for two weeks to try and do like three 5ks really not enjoying it feeling like bad about yourself if you can't complete one and giving up like think about the difference between that and then maybe you wouldn't try running again for like half a year so it's just kind of trying to think about things in that way and just also just be present and calm with yourself. Like we don't have to be amazing at everything initially. Like things take time. You feel like you're not doing things how you should be and actually just working at them slowly, even if you're not doing it very well in your own opinion. Yeah. It's so important because you're just taking the time every day to do it for yourself. Yeah. There's this amazing podcast. Have you listened to How to Fail by Elizabeth Day? It's I was really about to say, how amazing is it? Yeah. She's so that. great. And I think she's just it's just such an important message to spread is that like we mess up we make mistakes we yeah we don't do as well as we want but ultimately those are all steps on a path to becoming stronger and becoming better 
become better people because of our failures. You learn way more and you grow from your failures. And I think it's really important to just accept it. Then you become more appreciative of your successes when you had the failures as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's been so great to talk to you about everything. I honestly, yeah, like, like I said, we could speak for ages about it. But so I have my three concluding questions. So question one is to do with our day. So what's one thing that you do daily to make yourself feel your absolute best? So I try to just have some time every day for, for me. Um, I think practicing any form of self-care or self-love is so important. So I find that 10 minutes every day to do yoga or meditation or even like cooking or like being with my dog just makes me really happy and content. And as we said earlier, being outside is really, really soothing um, and it makes me feel my best. I love that answer. It's gorgeous. Beautiful words. Doing the things that you know make you feel good. That is just a practice of daily self-love. And the more we love ourselves, the more we can become like confident in ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's gorgeous. So second question is to do with the year. Um, so is there a goal you have or a way you want to grow in the next year? Yeah. So I want to be able to grow by trying to accept that I need to not expect a lot from people. Because um, I feel that if I don't expect anything from anyone, I can only ever be pleasantly surprised by people and not let down. And as I said earlier, I literally can't accept change. And this lockdown has taught me that I need to just try and go with things and accept change rather than not being accepting of things that happen. And it will just, I know that that will just help people and myself be happy and content with what's going on and within myself. And also, I want to be able to run a 10K. I want to be able to do that, especially if the gyms aren't open, so I can like be running around Edinburgh up all the hills. Good, that's fabulous goals. I love that. I think what you mean in terms of um, trying to be less expectant of people. It's not, and it's not like that we're not expecting our friends to be like super supportive or amazing. It's more just being in a position where if things, yeah, don't kind of work out the way we want, we don't like freak out. I like plan. I'm organised, and I just need to go with things and accept yeah. that things are going to go not my way sometimes yeah perfect final question this is like sad but also like I'm excited to hear your answer for this one <laughs> um so it this is just for our life really um a mantra that we align to in our lives for positivity and light yeah so I really do um I think someone has already said this on your podcast already, but I wanted to repeat it because I literally live by the saying and everyone who knows me is really bored probably of me saying it the whole time. <laughs> um, I believe that everything happens for a reason and I believe that things or, or opportunities happen in your life that were just meant to be. And even I say, even if things go wrong, I think that these things were also meant to be. And it's important to kind of accept this and realise that they probably happen for a reason and it's easier said than done I, I know but yeah I'm, I'm grateful for things that have happened and things that haven't happened because I believe that they were meant to be and they happened for a reason no I literally I agree and like yeah so you're right my friend Lucy um said that and I yeah I mean it's just it's it, it's a classic like statement but it's true and like it's classic for a reason and it's hard because at the time like it really is like difficult to accept that sometimes and you're like but why? Like, why has it happened for a reason? And obviously you're not going to know at that point in time, but yeah. Back when it's six months later and you think, okay, I've now been able to do this, this and this, and actually it happened for a reason. 
exactly perfect i love that thank you so much for coming on i've honestly loved speaking to you so much about everything it's so fun thank you so much for having me i've had the best time i literally wish we could go on for way longer I loved hearing about how mindful nutrition and holistic healing has positively influenced Annabelle's life. Have a beautiful day today and sending love to you wherever you are. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.